Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am so excited to be coming to you today with a fresh new episode dropping here the week after New Year's. Uh, this is actually going to be week two, I guess. So we're two weeks into the new year here, and uh, New Year's fell on a weekend, and so it's kind of weird. So I guess you could say it's two weeks after the new year. But anyway, we're coming to you here, and this is actually going to be a solo episode. I am excited for uh, a few topics that we're going to cover today, and it's going to be some stuff that I've actually gotten from you guys, some questions and some things that y'all have wanted to know and uh, learn about. So that's kind of some stuff that we're going to cover in today's show. I don't know where it's going to go. We're going to start covering these topics, but who knows where we're going to end up. Um, might might go all over the place, but those are the ones that I like too. Is I like getting guests on and talking with guests about hearing their stories and their opinions on things, their business uh, principles and tips and philosophies, but at the same time, I also want to bring some of my content that I know uh, that works in my business and some stuff that we've done that has helped us succeed and give you some personal advice as well. Uh, I have uh, do not have it figured out by any means. I do not have it all figured out. I'm a work in progress and have so far to go. But uh, we do have a few things figured out here at Growing Green Landscapes, and I'm excited to bring some of that to the table today to answer some questions, help you guys out in whatever way we can. Uh, before we get into the show, I do want to say thanks to everyone who has supported throughout the winter, throughout the fall. Um, we're actually, oh man, we're like three quarters of the way to a year here. Uh, we started in last June, and it is uh, mid-January now, so we're... I don't know. I guess, I guess, what is that? Eight months? I don't know. That's too much math to do right off the top of my head. But um, I guess that's six months, six or seven months. But uh, it's been such a fun journey to get here. We started with no social media following by any means, uh, like 200 Instagram followers, I think. And we're about to hit 800. So we've had some good steady growth there. Uh, the podcast is staying steady. That's what I've looked for is uh, to keep steady numbers. I don't want to decline. Uh, I don't want to have to shoot to the moon overnight, but I don't want to decline. I want a slow, steady increase. And that's what we're getting here on the show. Uh, we're getting a good audience, I feel like, that is uh, consistent. And we're really growing the community here uh, by relationships. And I know I've got to make a lot of relationships with you guys outside of the podcast that uh, you you listen in. And, and there's some women out there, too, that we've talked with and that listen to the show. So it's, it's definitely not near as many as the men, but there are a few out there. And I, I enjoy hearing from them as well. We're going to try to bring some more women on the show in the future. But I just want to say thank you to everyone who does support the show because it just really encourages me, gives me uh, not I, it gives me hope for the future, I guess, to see where the podcast is going to go. Uh, I just started this thing because I wanted to uh, – a little recap for anybody that's listening new. Maybe you haven't listened back to the first episode. But I want to help the young guys out there, and, and even if you're not young – the guys that are getting into the industry, and uh, I, one of my biggest downfalls is I say guys a lot. Uh, I don't mean I don't mean literally just men. If there are women listening to the show, I'm not not a sexist person. I, I'm not that way at all. I just guys is what I go to first. My go to. I'm trying to get better about it, but uh, I just mean all of everyone out there listening. Uh, I just I, guys, what's up, guys? What's up? So I got to get better at that. But anyway, back to 
Back to why we started is I wanted to start to help the people out there that are starting their business, whether you be 18 years old, 15 years old, or 30 years old. Uh, I want to give a little bit of insight into what it's like, what we're doing to help us start our business and then propel to in the next three to five years. And so we are actually a company that is we're this this is going to be our fourth full time year in business. Um, so we're still in the, the stages of the beginning. We're kind of coming out of that. We're, we're towards the end of that crucial five-year stage, but we're not completely out of it. We haven't forgotten about all the stuff that goes into it. And so we can relate with you. That's what my goal is, is to relate with you that are in that time and answer any questions that I can and help you along the way. So if anybody out there has any questions in the future, don't hesitate to reach out because I want to help you the best way that I can. I'm not in it for the money. Uh, I just want to do it to help you and help the community grow and just bring a light to the community as well. This is a multi-billion dollar industry, uh, the green industry is, and a lot of people don't respect it. So I want to bring some respect to the name. And uh, along the way, we are, we do we do bring in guests that are outside of the green industries. We bring some marketing people, and I hope to bring in some more of those as this year really com- uh, progresses in 2022. Uh, 2021 was really getting the podcast off the ground, and the the market target audience was is the green industry. That's kind of what helped us get off the ground and get up and running. And so thankful for everyone that's listened in. But I want to bring in some more guests that are outside of the green industry to strictly talk. Uh, business and entrepreneurship. I don't want to totally rule out the green industry, but I want to bring people in to talk about those principles because they go along with um, the green industry. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to just have a green industry business to learn these principles. And I think there's a lot of stuff that we can learn from people outside of the green industry in other business and other fields that are actually would help us in our businesses. So uh, people that do maybe I don't know, people that do roofing or, or uh, plumbing or anything like that, any service business, and even not service. I want to bring on some guests that are doing, uh, that have started real estate businesses and stuff that uh, creates passive sources of income because that's so that's so crucial as well as I want to, this year, I want to really pursue passive income opportunities and that's uh, that's a goal for me in the next five years to have some real estate and have multiple sources of income coming in so that I don't have to be in the green industry and, and working out in my lawn maintenance company every single day for the next 30 or 40 years. And I think that should be everybody's goal is to at least not have to do that when you're 70 and retire and have grandkids. So uh, you want to be able to retire and, and live a good life with your family and, and support your kids and your grandkids and have a good time. So that's what I'm trying to do. I want to put myself in that position early on in life. And I want to help anyone else along the way, any guests we bring on. We hope to just help you out there that you're listening. So that's a little rundown of the podcast. I don't know where. hadn't gone. We haven't gone over that in a while. We just kind of have always hopped into the shows. And I know we've had some new listeners in recently. So that is kind of where the podcast comes from and the vision and the goal for the podcast in the future. So I think 2022 is going to be a fun year. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting year. I know we have a lot of fun things coming up, some big announcements uh, that will be coming around the corner here. Uh, some trips that we're going to be taking, some other things, and just life events coming up. So stay tuned if you're ready to hear all those and be a part of them here on the show. And I appreciate your support all the time, every single day, every single minute, uh, all along the way. But before we hop into the show, I do want to take a minute and say thanks to today's show sponsors, uh, Launchpreneur Academy. I do want to kind of just talk about them really quickly is they actually have just dropped a bunch of new resources, guys. So many new resources that are out there for you to learn and uh, to learn from and to help grow your business. Uh, there's how to get more clients. There's how to aerate and uh, overseed. There's all kinds of stuff coming up for the spring, how to get new customers, how to get there's still snow plowing contracts that are out on the website that can be used. Uh, I think one of the most important ones for this time of the year is the rate increase letter. 
That is something that I've personally implemented in my business and used and is generating me more income because of it. Uh, I don't even remember how much it was. I think it was like 20 bucks or something like that. It was something insanely cheap uh, for the value that you get out of it. You're going to make that back with one customer. So go go pick that up, the rate increase form. That's my go-to. That would be my number one thing that say, hey, this time of year, this is what you need to be getting. Uh, if you're if you're an established business, if you're not, if you're trying to start a business this year, then go look at all of uh, Brian's training resources there. Uh, how to how to cut grass professionally? Like, there's so many things that are in there that can help you along the way. But the rate increase letter is what I'm really going to push here in the next little while because we have to be in- increasing those rates, those prices. Because if we don't, we're going to be losing money this year. Uh, because inflation is through the roof. Employees are going to be more expensive this year. It's going to cost us more as business owners to keep good help and to take them and help grow our businesses. So Launch for New Academy is sponsoring the show today, and we want to say a huge thank you to them for supporting us, believing in us here on the on the podcast and helping us grow. And uh, also just helping we're helping promote their products to y'all, and I hope you're using them. And I hope somebody goes out there and, and buy something because of the show, because I don't know, uh, just what little bit of influence we have, I hope somebody can learn from it and benefit from it as well. So anyway, that's going to uh, wrap up that that little segment there, the ad segment, I guess you could call it. But uh, it's not really ads to me. Like like I said from the beginning, I'm not in it for the money. So to me, it's like, hey, let me tell you about a really good product that I've used, and I think you should use it too. So yeah, are they throwing a little money our way? Yeah, to help the show stay up afloat because it costs a lot of money to do this thing. But at the same time, it's not... I, if they weren't giving me money, I would still want to promote the product. And I still did. Before they even thought about sponsoring the show, I was still promoting Brian's products. And so I highly encourage you that if you're listening and you're like, I don't know if I should get these products. I don't I don't know. They're a lot of money. Uh, Brian's just in it for the money. He's not. like He's not just doing it to get make money. Now, yeah, he's got to be profitable, but... I I wouldn't tell you to go get a bad product that I knew was bad. Like, no, this is stuff that I've I've used personally in my business and I've tested it. It's good stuff. It's really good quality. So go check it out and uh, it'll really help your business. Launchpreneuracademy.com or you can click the show notes down below and it'll be there. So on today's show, got a few questions I want to run through here. And that's uh, just a few things I got off Instagram. I did a poll a little while back, some Q&A stuff. And, I, and I'm going to answer these to the best of my ability. And I want to give my insight on them. But then I also want you all to stay tuned because we're going to be bringing on a very special guest. Um, and we're going to talk through some of these uh, questions and answers that uh, I believe that this guest is going to really help us and, and really is going to give some really good answers and some good insight into these questions. And I think that uh, it's really going to help everyone out there listening because it's stuff that are, that's beneficial to everybody's company. It's not stuff that's just in the beginning or just stuff when you're over a million dollars. It's stuff for everybody in between. So I think this guest will really help. So y'all stay tuned for those episodes coming around the corner. But the first one today is uh, I want to talk about being orderly in the office. And that's something that I'm still working at. Am not a finished product by any means, but being orderly in the office and and what I think that question meant was meant to be is keeping up with the books, uh, keeping all that stuff together. Because if you don't start there, your business out in the field is going to be shot, and that's very true. You can go out there and run your stuff all day long, but if you're not doing it on the back end, if you're not keeping up with all that, then you're going to be in trouble. Because at the end of the year, how are you going to do taxes? How are you going to do all that stuff? Uh, how are you going to keep up with what you've paid in your employees? How are you going to know? Um, what's what and it's just you keep your shop up you keep your equipment up so keep your books clean keep your office clean so let's dive into that a little bit today on those on those topics so being orderly in the office I think one of my biggest things is I'm I'm currently 
organizing my office. And it's the new year. It's fresh. We're going to be going into the spring here soon. Uh, work is going to get flooded. I'm not going to have time to do this. And so that's one reason that I'm taking this time right now, mid-January, to do it. Uh, I, I've taken some time off from the, working in the field right now. Uh, we've taken me and Ben, my my lead guy, has actually gotten sick. So he was sick the past couple of weeks. It I, I hate that he got sick, but it worked out that he got sick now and not in the middle of June. So uh, we just said, hey, we're going to take some time off. I mean, I, I enjoy taking time off in the winter. And my wife works a funny schedule, so she gets a week off at a time. So we're spending some good quality time together, getting some things done around the house, and it's just a it's just a good time. I work hard. We work hard enough in the summer that I want to take a few weeks off in the winter. So that's what we're doing right now. And being orderly in an office, that's what I'm trying to do is I'm organizing my office right now. If you want to follow us on Instagram, at Growing Green Landscapes, you can see I have a little highlight in my stories that are ta- that is down there, and I'm actually renovating the office. I'm going to be redoing the walls. I've actually got a really cool product. Um this is dry erase paint, and it's, so it just takes the place of a dry erase board, um, and, and, and you could just go buy a dry erase board, but I wanted to do, do this because it looked really cool. Uh, it's, it's actually just dry erase paint. That's what it says it is. It turns into a dry erase board on your wall, so I mixed that, and I've done that here, so I've gotten started on that. It's a process for sure. Uh, it takes a couple of days for it to finally uh cure and be good to write on but i've used it it looks it works really well uh, i'm very impressed with it but i've got a long way to go in the office and so i'm going to be to be in order to stay orderly and keep things in check this year i'm gonna really organize the office last year last year is what i and i've said this before i don't know if i've said it on the podcast but uh in my day-to-day life with conversations with people here locally last year was a survival year for me uh, after I messed up my hand back in May, it was like, hey, man, we just got to get through. We got to get through our mowing. We got to get it done and just stay on top of things. I, I mean, it was hard for me to take on new work. It was just, can we get done what's on the schedule and stay with that and keep done because uh, keep getting done because it was so wet last year. We were always behind at least a day during the summer. Um, so it was just a, it was survival years, what I call it. So uh, the office was not in shape. Uh, everything the receipts did not get kept the way they should have been kept. Just all kinds of stuff got messed up. But we made it through the year. We made money. We ended up the year okay. But this year, I've determined that I'm not going to let it be that way. We're going to start from the beginning. I'm already starting now. Uh, the office is going to be in order. I'm going to re- renovate here. We're painting the walls, so it's going to be an environment that I want to be in here. I want to spend time in the office. Right now, it's just an ugly yellow from when we bought the house. Uh, it's just, I, I don't like it. I'm going to hang some, uh, good, some good, uh, signs in here, some good quotes, some stuff that I can look at every day and, uh, good, uh, brain food that I can feed myself and remind myself of. I could put this whiteboard in here so I can put my goals up on the board every day and look at it. Um, the goal is to video some podcasts at some point. So this whiteboard is going to serve as a background and we're going to put some stuff up there, maybe walk through some things on camera and stuff like that. And so I'm, in, I'm excited to see where we're going to go here in the office. And I think that's important, whether it be uh, a desk by your bed or you have an, uh, an allotted space somewhere. Maybe you have a legit office. I mean, mine is, just an, mine is considered a bedroom that we've turned into an office. It's just an extra room that we had. Um, but whatever it is, maybe it's in your basement, wherever it is, just make it your own, but try to be orderly in it. And I am, I'm so, like, not the perfect one when, I come, when it comes to this. I'm I'm preaching to myself here because I have so much as I'm sitting here looking at my desk recording these podcasts I've got a headset laying over here I've got GoPro stuff over here I've got markers everywhere receipts on the desk that need to be scanned 
Um, I've got a lot of stuff to fix myself, but I want to say I'm going through it with you guys. That's what, I'm, that's what I mean. That's what, that's what I mean in the podcast. Well, I mean, it's real because I'm doing this stuff too. And by talking to you about it and listening and building the community, it helps me stay accountable because I know I can't be telling y'all something and then me not doing it on my end. Um, and so that's, that's why I enjoy, that's another reason I enjoy doing the podcast because it's, it's great accountability for me to look at myself and say, Hey, why can I, I don't need to be preaching to them and telling them, and I don't ever want to be, I don't ever want it to come across as I'm preaching to you, but I don't want to be putting out content and then, then somebody else come into my house and be like, yeah, that's not that way. (laughs) You don't, your office doesn't look that at all. So, um, that, that's one, one thing that I enjoy about the podcast as well. But back to the, the office being orderly. We're doing that. I want to get a nice desk in here. I want to get file cabinets up for receipts. I want to put all my receipts monthly. Uh, so one thing I did do is this. I actually got this from uh, Almond Landscape, uh, Brittany and Caleb there. They actually got a receipt scanner, and I've seen multiple things. I was talking with a bookkeeper early on about this, and she said, hey, yeah, get that receipt scanner. That'll really help you. It's awesome, guys. I highly recommend it. I'll put it in today's show notes if you want to check it out. Uh, I just got it off of Amazon. It's an Epson uh, ES60W is what it's called, but it'll scan off a of Wi-Fi or hooked up USB to your computer directly. It will import into your computer. You save it as files, and then you can uh, just put all that into QuickBooks, match with your uh, transactions, and then all your stuff is there. And then if you want to keep paper copies, you can, but you have a digital copy there if you if you ever get audited or anything. It's all there. So uh, I'm still going to get a, a filing cabinet, though, to, re- to put all of my monthly receipts in probably and keep the paper copies for at least a year or two just to have them, just to be careful. Uh, I just always like to have extra stuff. So, But receipts is something I've gotten bad at. I was not good at that this year. I've really never been good at it in my business. It's something that I'm learning to do every single day is keep receipts better. I've got to get better gas station receipts. I've got to get better uh, just stuff. If I'm at a store where I know that like it could be questionable, if I'm at Walmart and I could be buying, I could be buying milk, but I'm buying jumper cables or something for the business. I need that for the itemized uh, thing on there where they don't just look at their look at Walmart and be like, if I ever get audited, they're like, oh, you just buying milk and bread or something. Uh, I want to be able to show that item on there and say, look, this is what I was getting with my business, so I wasn't lying to y'all about it. I wasn't lying to the government. Um, so that's why it is important to keep your receipts and at least scan them here and keep a digitized uh, digital copy on here. So the Epson receipt scanner, man, it scans in like three seconds. Seriously, it'll run a, it'll run a sheet through there. Just plug it in the computer, and it's a really awesome thing. I'm looking forward to it helping me streamline the receipt and the transaction process, uh, the tra- the record keeping of the transactions, I guess you could say, in 2022. So that's one thing. Want to get a desk, a nice desk. Got this receipt scanner. Going to have a good place for it. I'm going to have some good uh, use of the marker board, and I've definitely got, I guess, I've got some bookshelves in here already, and we're going to keep some really good books on them and just try to keep myself up. I want to do some continuing education. Well, not continuing. Uh, I want to get my spray license for just to spray Roundup and all that. So I have all those study materials in here that's going to be on the bookshelves. Uh, all that, All that fun stuff is going to be in here in the office. So that's literally my physical office keeping in order, but I think part of the question was, how do you keep your books in order and stuff? Well, man, my number one uh, piece of advice would be get a bookkeeper. Uh, if, if you are still working in the field every day, get a bookkeeper. And, and it's a, it's an added expense every month. Uh, I, pay, I pay a pretty penny to have my books kept up. But at the end of the year, I don't have to go back and through and be like, hey, man, they didn't do this and they did this. And I will say this, make sure you get a good bookkeeper though. That's the thing. Don't just get anybody. Make somebody make sure somebody's like QuickBooks certified. And and even if that's the case, do a little more vetting than that. Because uh if you follow the almonds, 
they just had that bite them in the butt. They had somebody that was QuickBooks certified, but she wasn't doing things the right way. So Brittany had to go back in there and spend a lot of time doing this and that. And so do some vetting of your bookkeeper. Don't just go out and get anybody. Uh, and it's going to cost. That's the thing. If you vet somebody, it's going to cost. But you're hiring service that you want high quality out of. You don't want just somebody that's going to do it do it one way, and then at the end of the year, you have to go back and do it all over again. That Then there was no point in paying that person. So vet the person. Get a good get a good a company that can do it or an individual, and that will really help you in your bookkeeping. Is and then at that point, all you got to do is scan your receipts in there. They can ta- they can uh, track them with the transactions, and then boom, you're done. So bookkeeping is definitely the way to go. I definitely hire a good accountant so you don't have to worry about your tax stuff. Um, I don't know. That's just that's my advice when it comes to the things. Is you just being orderly is so important, and, and it's something that. You do with all other aspects of your business. You're orderly in um, showing up on time places. You're orderly in trying to keep your equipment and your uh, your shop cleaned up. At least most people are. Um, just you're trying to be orderly when you talk to people. You want to be in. I don't know. You want to be represent. You want to be good representation of your company. You don't want to act like you just throw your. And, and here's one: keeping your truck orderly. That's one thing. For me, that I'm, and like I said, I'm still going through this stuff. I have to learn this myself because I don't want somebody to get in a dirty truck. At any time, you, somebody can walk up and be like, "Hey, man, this is like you're you're you. I see you driving around all the time." And then what if they walk up to your truck and see it in there, and then they see stuff everywhere? You park in a parking lot, especially if your trucks are wrapped, like your logos all over the truck, and then somebody walks up to it and sees in the windows that it's filthy. I'm not going to want to hire somebody that has a filthy car. Uh, that's one thing that somebody told me a while back is what are you going to do if you drive up to your first day of your job? That person, the the employer, the, the employer that's gonna be, that is going to be hiring you could walk out to your car and look in your floorboard in the passenger seat and see how you live your life. And that's very true. Is if you're not orderly in those things, how are you going to be orderly in the back end of the office stuff? So that's a huge thing that we got to work on. I'm working on it every day. If you have any questions that, that I can help you with, let me know. Um, but that is a huge thing that I know I, I have to work on. I, a lot of people out there need to work on. So let's do it together. Let's be a team effort. And, and um, I'm, I'm doing it right there with you. So that's one question. And then another question was, um, let's see, just finances in general, uh, business accounts, and taxes. So let me read you the exact question here. It was, let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let me see. Yeah, how do you handle finances, business accounts, and taxes? So, finances, I guess you could say, this is something that I would definitely go back to somebody, to my year one self three years ago and say, have separate accounts from the beginning and have business money and personal money. Don't try to sit there and spend your personal money, spend your business money on your personal uh, lives. Um, pay yourself whatever you have to pay you to get it out of your company and into your personal account. Because so what I mean by that is, the first two years of my business when I was the, when the company wasn't making enough money for me to pay myself uh, twelve months out of the year, I would pay my rent with out of my business account or something like that, and I'd pay for my grocery out of my business account. Sometimes that's a big no no. Don't do that. That is that's a bad that's a bad thing that come back and bite you in the long run. Just from the beginning, set up a business account. And a personal account, and if it if it's going to cost you one hundred fifty dollars to go buy groceries, and you don't have that in your personal account, so you need to take your business money to do it, then transfer one hundred fifty dollars from your business account to your personal account, and call that an owner's draw, and then go spend that one hundred fifty dollars in your per- out of your personal account. That's what's going to keep you from getting in trouble in the long run. Uh, is have those separate accounts 
I've just now gotten to the point where I can pay myself. I mean, in the last 12 to 18 months, we the company pays me, and so I don't have to use my business money for any of my personal expenses anymore. I just take my payroll and, and live my personal life. But if, if everybody's not to that point, like I said, I mean, I totally understand that. We're just now getting there. Make that transfer. Call it an owner's draw. The accountant will help you with that. And spend that money out of your personal account because if you don't, that's going to really bite you in the butt in the in the long run because uh, having that business account and the personal account separate, that's what that's what the IRS is going to be looking at when you get audited is how you doing that. And then taxes, um, I am not a tax per, tax expert by any means, like not in the slightest am I a tax expert. I need I have to self educate myself so much in the next few years uh, as our business grows. I need to find out better ways to save money on taxes, but. My only piece, my, I don't know, I guess my only, my biggest piece of advice is get an accountant that you can trust. Get an accountant that you know is going to do you right and have your best interest in in, in hand because um, in mind, I guess you could say best interest in mind. That's the best, that's the uh, better analogy there. But um, if you don't get a good accountant from the beginning and you try to just do things your own, do things your own way. Uh, have employees and not pay cut taxes on them, like that's gonna bite you in in, in the butt ten years down the road, five years down the road, however long down the road when the IRS comes for you. Now, I've been lucky enough, I haven't been audited yet, but I know there's somebody out there who's listening in the audience who has been audited. And I'm sure you could tell everybody out there that it's not fun. You don't want you want to have your stuff in order. You want to have all your receipts, you want to have everything, you want to have a clean slate so when the IRS comes to you, you can say, hey, look, here's this and you're not gonna catch me doing anything wrong. Um, that's one thing that I, I, I mean, I'm a first generation entrepreneur. Uh, my dad has done some stuff on the side, but he never really had a full time business. Like he went all in. He was, he was a, he was a bivocational pastor. That's what he did. So he had some stuff he would do on the side, but he was never a full time business owner. So I'm having to learn this stuff along the way as I grow and as I grow up. Um, I did, I've always had people, I've had other people in my family, like extended family that have done some business stuff. They didn't always do it the right way. They were kind of shady. Didn't pay taxes. So I've had people say, "Ah, you ain't got to do this. You you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to pay those employees. You don't have to get taxed on those employees." I got friends that do that. You don't have to get taxed on those employees. They're, just pay them cash. Put them under the table. That is terrible advice. Absolutely terrible for anybody out there who's listening. Uh, do not do that. Do not let that happen from the beginning. Pay yourself. Uh, take money out of your business account. Transfer it. Call it owner's draws if you're an LLC. Uh, or a sole prop. If you a corporation, then you obviously get on to, or S corp. You get on to payroll and you're a W two employee at that point. But I don't know. Do it off the right from the beginning. And if you and you, if you have questions, ask the right people. That's another thing. That's another piece of advice I could give to you is if you don't know stuff about the accounting and you don't know stuff about the taxes, you don't know stuff about the bookkeeping, how to do this, how to do that. Find somebody and ask them because they will more than likely be happy to help you. I've never found anybody that I've wanted to ask questions to and they were like, yeah, I'm sorry, we can't do that. No, nope, I'm not telling you the answer. That's never happened to me one time and it's not going to happen to you either. Go out and ask the right questions to the right people because you need to be educated. And there's so much content to self-educate as well. I talk about this a lot on YouTube. YouTube is literally free education. Like you could learn so much on there. And even if you don't can't find somewhere free, there's some course, some training course, some video course, some webinar that you can go pay $100, $150, $200 for and educate yourself on things that really matter in life and that really matter in your business and that will help you in the long run. And 
So please do that from the beginning. I beg you. I'm four years in. I wish I would have done things different two years ago, but I am now, and it's really paying off for me because I know that if the IRS comes after me for my 2021 taxes, they're all going to be clean. Everything's going to be there, and I can say, here, go take this and look at it. Um, so that's that's one that's a part of the financing and taxes there. That's some advice that I could give. Like I said, it's not too much in depth stuff because I'm not a tax specialist, and uh, I I just I do I know what I know how to do. I do that part of it, and I hire out the rest. And I, I find somebody good, and I say, hey, look, this is your expertise, so you take it and take care of me. And that's I think a lot of people should do that more. Don't try to be a jack of all trades. If you got somebody that you can uh, afford to pay to do it. And then be the expert. Let them be the expert. You go create the income. Do your do your business and what you're an expert at. Let them do the thing that they're an expert at, and they'll take care of you. So that's my little uh, rant there on on being orderly in the office, and then on the taxes and stuff. My uh, the last question I saw was financing equipment. The last one that I'm going to answer or give my input on at least. Uh, we're going to have a, another show with some more questions, but financing equipment, the do's and the don'ts of that. Um, I'm going to give you my personal experience with it and y'all can take with it what you want. Uh, I'm not going to speculate for anybody else out there. I'll give some opinion on what I've done and how I've done it and what I think you should do, but that's going to be as simple as that. This is not advice. It's not, it's not financing advice. I'm just going to tell you how I did it. So when I started my business, I did not have a mower. I rented a mower from my buddy that I bought the business from. When it was time for me to get my first mower, I did not go out and buy a $4,000 lawn world tractor i didn't do that i went out and bought a nine thousand dollar john deere zero turn now did i have nine thousand dollars to put down cash for that absolutely not but that was a huge bottleneck in my business if i would have gone to a four thousand dollar 48 inch lawn world tractor i would not have been able to do half of what i did in my first year of business no way shape or form no way that could i've done that now in that $9,000 financing of that John Deere mower, it was 0% interest over four years. That's the deal that I signed. It was a 0% interest for 48 months. That mower is already gone. I've already moved on to the next mower. I've traded that one in, and it's over with. It was a very easy monthly payment. It continued me. It allowed me to continue to grow my business and not be bottlenecked to save up that nine grand cash. I was able to double or triple that in the income in the first year because I had that piece of equipment and I wasn't paying interest on it. Now, when you get into bigger pieces of equipment, you're going to start running into interest. That's a totally different story. For my, in my case, I bought another John Deere mower the next season, 0% interest. I didn't pay cash for another $9,000 mower. I financed it for 48 months, 0% interest, pay it off early, and you're good to go. All right? So that's, I don't know, there's a lot of different opinions on that. A lot of people say no pay cash for everything. A lot of people say finance it. A lot of people say finance it with interest. Everyone is different. The reason that I did what I did is I had a huge bottleneck in my business. I needed those mowers to be able to take me to the next level and be able to do bigger pieces of uh, property and bigger jobs. That that is actually that's exactly what happened. It allowed me to take on bigger jobs, bigger complexes, and I was able to do it. And it was a monthly pay. It was a monthly payment that. I, I was totally able to make, 100% able to make. I knew that going in, and it was 0% interest. So I wasn't losing money by by doing it, by paying, by spreading that payment out. Now, the goal was obviously to pay it off early. You don't want to be throwing your money. You don't want to be giving your money to somebody else longer than you have to. That's a big Dave Ramsey thing. Don't give, don't make somebody else rich by paying interest to them. Now, I wasn't paying interest to them. I was just paying them what I what I owed on the mower. That was it. So to me, 
I personally don't see anything wrong with that. Everyone has a different opinion on it. Like I said, everybody has a different business model to each his own. Every, people that have people have grown much larger businesses than me and done it completely debt-free. Good for you. There are also people that have grown businesses that are larger than me that leverage debt every single day. It all depends on how responsible you are and if you make good and wise decisions in doing that. Now, back to the interest, what I said from the beginning. The interest part of it, when you get into that, that's a totally different topic. For me, I bought a newer truck this past season. Now, I said this was a survival year. I will be honest, and I'll be open with you, with everyone out there listening. The truck for me probably wasn't the best purchase. Um, I got it before prices skyrocketed, luckily. Uh, I didn't pay extremely overpriced uh, stuff for the truck, but I was not able to do with it what I wanted to do. I bought that truck with intentions of taking on many more landscape jobs, hauling bigger equipment, hauling a bigger trailer. I wasn't able to do that this year. So for this year, I've been paying a truck payment with interest that it really hasn't benefited me any more than my 1500 would have that is paid off. That I'll bite that one. I take that bullet. Uh, that that one's on me. I it, I don't know. It was a bad. It, I, I mean, I look back on it, it was a bad business decision. Now, have I gotten rid of that truck yet? Not yet, because this year I plan to do with it what I was going to do last year. Um, I've got some equity in it now. I've thought about selling it because I could probably make more than what I paid for it. But it's possible to find a newer, tr- uh, a good truck right now because they're just all all the used trucks are taken, and the new ones, you and used, they're the prices are through the roof. So. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Everybody has a different opinion on it. You could probably people will DM me and say, "Man, you should never bought that truck." I don't know. I don't know. I bought it with intentions of doing. I had a game plan. The game plan got interrupted by me messing on my hand. I'm going to take that game plan into 2022 and even further it. So I hope to make that that truck pay off this year. Uh, I want to make it pay off and benefit for the reason I got it. Uh, I got a 2500 diesel to pull bigger stuff to b- do bigger jobs, and I am paying interest on that. So I am losing money every time I make that payment. I'm paying the bank interest, and that's something that is. Uh, it does it put. Str- Excuse me. Does it put stress on you a little bit? Yeah. When I'm in the winter here and I take these weeks off, um, taking some time off to breathe, but that mower, I mean, that truck payment doesn't stop, and I know I'm paying interest on it. It does. It puts a little stress on me in my business, and I'll be. I mean, I'm, I'll be totally open book with everyone. It does. It costs money to do that. It costs money to pay for that truck, and it's not cheap. But for me, in my business, it's I'm okay with that decision because I'm going to hold on to it and say, this is what I'm going to take in 2022, and I'm not going to let a bottleneck of a truck hold me back. My 1500 that is paid off, is it a good truck? It is a good truck. But it could, I've had multiple problems out of that thing in, the, in 2020. I had multiple problems out of it. I was down multiple days because of it. And, and that, that I'd, I'd lose money when I'm down. When that truck isn't operating, I'm down. So now by having this new truck and that one, I have a backup if one of them does break. Uh, I can keep generating revenue. So that was also one reason I bought it. Now, some people would say, well, why don't you just go buy a $20,000 truck instead of a $40,000 truck? To each his own. Like I said, could have been a, could, it, could I have made a better decision in the long run? Maybe. I'm not really regretting it that much because I'm planning on using it in 2022 to do really great things. Um, and I don't know, I just, I I think it's going to help me in the long run. The truck is. So the 1500, could it have lasted me? Maybe who knows? Uh, but it's not going to haul what I need to haul when I get into bigger landscape jobs and it can break down at literally any second. It's got over 200,000 miles on it. 
Uh, it's just it's a it's an old it's ten years old almost. So it can stuff's gonna start breaking on it. I hope to use that as a maintenance truck this year and start a maintenance crew and a landscape crew. We'll get into that in another podcast down the road, uh, talking some 2022 goals and visions. But that that's the kind of the whole truck talk there is I did finance it, paying interest on it. Um, everyone do their own thing. Do what you feel is best. I, I had a game plan when I bought it, and I still have a game plan to use it. It got delayed a year, but I'm still going to hold on to it. I'm going to use it, and I'm going to pay off, and I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to make it worth keeping that truck. And I love the truck. It's a beautiful truck. It's a it's a 2017 white Chevy Duramax 6.6 liter. It's it's 2500. It's beautiful. I love the thing. It's LTZ package. It's nice on the inside. I love riding around in it. Uh, it, it makes my business look professional. So I'm not going to really cry about it at the end of the night. I, I have a nice truck to ride around in. I'm making a payment on it. Um, I, I don't know that I would do it again, but I'm not going to change it. I can't change it now. That's the thing. I, I could sell it. Could, it would be impossible to find a new truck, though. So I don't know what I'm going to do here in 2022 when it comes to maybe buying more trucks. I might sell it down the road if the truck situation gets better. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I might get a landscape truck. I might sell my old truck. Who knows? But I'm just telling you what my advice is for what I've done in my business. I've used it. I have a plan for it, and I think it's going to help me along the way. Uh, so that's really all that I financed. I financed that truck and my two mowers. That's it. I don't finance any other equipment. But now, I mean, I uh, skid steers and stuff, that's one thing that you're going to be paying interest on. Uh, I have a buddy that's right here locally. He's about to get a new one. He's going to make 50 grand for it. Uh, he's definitely going to finance it, but it's going to allow him to do many more things with his business this year. And he's going to have it paid off within two years. Uh, within a year to two years, he's going to have it paid off. He already knows. Uh, he already knows he's got jobs lined up. He he knows what that what that piece of equipment is going to bring him. So rather than saving up fifty grand for four years to go buy the piece of equipment, he's going to go finance it. And in those next four years, he's going to make two hundred fifty grand. That's my philosophy on financing. If you do it, if you do it responsibly, you have a good game plan when you do it. You have math and numbers to back you up along the way that you know you can generate that revenue and that income. You take with it what you want. Like I said, it's not advice. I'm not going to sit here and say do or don't. You can just take that as as, as whatever you see fit. But anyway, I don't want to get into any uh, any more X's and O's too much. That's that's just some stuff that I've used in my business. I'm an open book with you guys. That's what I've said from the beginning is we're not here to be better than me or anything. All the stuff that I've talked about today, I have to work on. I have to teach myself and my business every single day. I have to get better because I have so much to work on, so much room for improvement, both my, my personal life and my business. And so there's just there's a, there's a lot of room to grow ahead. I'm excited to see where the future is going to take us. So that is going to wrap up the show today. Thank you again to Launchpreneur Academy for sponsoring and believing in us. Thank you for everyone listening for believing in us. We're leaving those ratings and reviews. Uh, for some for a show that's been on for, I don't know, I think six months, seven months now. And I think we already have, let me pull up really quickly. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me for one second here. I want to pull up my Apple podcast because that's the only place that you've been able to rate up until recently. We have, let's see, we have 56 episodes and we have 34 ratings. I'm pretty happy with that. 4.9 out of 5 stars, uh, 34 ratings out of 50, 56 episodes, been on less than 6 months. That's pretty good. I've seen shows out there that are 
um, been out there way longer and don't have half of those ratings. So I appreciate every one of you that have left a rating. And if you haven't and you regularly listen and you enjoy the show, please go leave a rating. That actually helps. Leave the ratings and reviews because it helps Apple. When people, It helps social proof. When people see the podcast, I, when I look at podcasts, that's the first thing I look at. How many people listen to it? Are there five ratings or are there 250 or are there 10,000? That's a big thing for me, and it's a big thing for everyone. It helps social proof. So if you enjoy the show, would you please go leave a rating and review today? Uh, it, would you listen to the other shows, share them with somebody that might you think it might help them, and let's just continue to grow. I uh, have big plans for the future. Like I said, maybe some video podcasts coming down the road. We're going to be in a lot of different uh, places this year. I want to really grow the social the social media community and the network and expand my network as well. Just become more friends and grow better relationships with all of you out there. So thanks for listening to the show. One more time, you can find us on Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram and on Facebook. You can email me. That email will be in the show notes if you have any questions, any sponsorships. We do have sponsorship opportunities open here. Uh, if anybody has a product or a resource that you want to that you want to help promote on the show, then reach out to me and we can definitely get something linked up and get you set up there. So, if you would leave the range interviews, we can't wait to catch with we can't wait to catch up with y'all here on the next episode and see where it's going to take us. Like I said, got some good guests coming up here in the future, talk some Q and A stuff, and then just other industry things and some just some other entrepreneurs that are going to be joining the show, bringing some great content to y'all um, here in the future. And like I always say, we're here to grow the community one relationship at a time. So thank you all for tuning in and I can't wait to see y'all here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. We know you have many other podcast options to choose from and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today. You can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description. Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.